we'll be looking at the topic that says, living an abundant life, building the builder, preparing the church for his coming. Living an abundant life by building the builder, preparing the church for his coming. Let's open our Bible to the book of John chapter 10, verse 10. I read, The thief cometh not, but to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I have come that may that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I know for those that joined the prayer meeting on, on Thursday, we prayed about restoration of everything we have lost and we pray that God will restore them abundantly. One of the prayer points we, we prayed that they centered spiritual strength and this morning we'll be focusing on that in our journey of faith we often hear about living an abundant life in Christ but have we considered that this abundant life is linked to the role we play as builders of God's kingdom the devil is after our spiritual strength. He knows that we need this spiritual strength to build the builders preparing for his coming. As we walk towards preparing the church for the glorious return of our Savior, we need to explore the connection between living abundantly and building the builders preparing for the church preparing the church for his coming. Let us look at what abundant life means. Abundant life means a life that is characterized by witness, fulfillment, and flourishing in various aspects. When we say abundant life, it means a life that is flourishing in various aspects of life. In a spiritual context, it often refers to the quality of life that is experienced through a deep and meaningful relationship with God. When we say abundant life in a, in a spiritual context, it means the quality of life we live. Having a deep and meaningful relationship with God a believer who wants to possess abundant life must be built through deep and meaningful relationship with God to become a builder preparing the church for his coming. The foundation of the church of Jesus Christ has been laid by our Lord. Further construction in Further construction is on daily and will continue until Jesus himself comes to terminate the work by gathering the believers. 
The foundation of the church has already been laid by our Lord Jesus Christ. And the building has no limits. We, we need to put ourselves into this construction. Jesus Christ has already laid the foundation. Each of us, we need to, to be part of this process of building a church. We have various type of builders that are at work in the church today. Some are called. Some are called. Some called themselves. Not as if God called them. Some works for church growth. Some are genuine and some are fake. Some are for church promotion and some are for their personal gains and ego. And some work against the church growth. All of these various type of builders are present in the church. The question is, what type of builder are you? You can live an abundant life if you don't belong to the right set of church builders. The coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is the next anticipated global event that every one of us is waiting for. We don't know the exact time that the coming of our Lord is coming, but we are preparing. Every world conferences that is going on, every seminars, every conventions, every prayer meeting is geared towards the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 24 verse 44 says, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye seek not, the Son of Man comments. What is your preparation towards the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are you prepared? Are you building the builders preparing for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ? Who are the church builders? Let's open our Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus Christ was a primary builder. He was the first person that built the church. When we say church, it's not the building. It's you and I. God was the primary builder. God is the ultimate builder. Without him, women can do nothing. We can't do anything without Christ. In the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32, we understand that God was able to build Christians up. 
So, if we understand that God was a builder, he has passed on a responsibility to us to also be what? A builder. And that links us to the second type of church builder that we have, which is you and I. God has also commissioned this responsibility to believers to assist in the process of building. God has commissioned his responsibility upon us as believers to assist in the process of building the church. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, Paul considered that Jesus Christ has laid the foundation for us. So, we, we are assured that God has laid a good foundation which we are going to build on. So, we are, we are not supposed to be worried about the foundation. We are supposed to be worried about the kind of structure, the kind of church we are going to build or the kind of structure we are going to build on the foundation. You can have a good structure but might not have a good, good building on, on it. God is the perfect builder. It is the human builder that is in view. We have two classes of builders. The builders, number one, the builders or the growers of the church. We have the builders or the growers of the church. These are ministers, workers, and members who believe the word, live the word, preach the word, and grow the church. The growers said, the growers they are the people that believe in the word of God. They live by it. They preach it. And they grow the church. Some of us, the kind of builder we are, we believe in the word of God. We are not living by it. We are not preaching it. We are not growing the church. This type of builders strengthens believers' faith. They evangelize for numerical increase and teach the church for increased faith. What kind of builder are you? What kind of building are you building? The word that you believe in are you preaching it? Are you living by it? When was the last time you evangelized? Most Christians are expected to fall under this category. All of us, generally, we are supposed to fall under the class of builders which are growers of the church, including the minister, everyone. But we have another set of class who build the growers of the church. 
we have another set of builders who build the growers of the church. And these are largely ministers. Largely experienced men of God. Their duty is to strengthen and enhance the, the performance of church, of church growth. They encourage, strengthen, and assist the grower for improved performance. And that's, where, that's the reason why you see most of our general overseers or our district pastors, they organize seminars, meetings on how we can evangelize, how, how we can build the church. Because the, the class they fall under is to, what? is to build the growers. Even though all of us belongs to the first sets of builders I mentioned. But they are just a step ahead of the growers. They build the members, the workers. We have earlier established that a believer who wants to have abundant life or live abundantly must be built through deep and meaningful relationship with God. The process of having a deep and meaningful relationship with God can be referred to as building. The process of having a deep and meaningful relationship with God can be referred as building. The question is, what is building? The building we are talking about is the heart or process of making a structure for use or the, pro or the process of assembling materials into a structure. It is also the process of building the builders. That is, preparing the person who are building or expected to build a structure. Someone build, build you to become a grower or a builder. So you are expected to build someone. Because the only way we can make a structure or to build a church is to have a replication of who you are. A builder must create or build a structure which can stand the test of time. You don't want to have a structure that cannot withstand wind or storm. That's why the people into constructions, most especially, I think, architecture, they always try to identify the direction of wind and they look at the quality of materials they use because you don't want to have a, a building or a house that after the house, I mean, probably after two years, the house just collapsed. You want to have a, a house that can withstand any form of test. A church of God must not be built upon anything short of Jesus Christ. 
it must not be imbued with anything substandard. And thank God for the church we are. The church was laid on a good foundation. And thank you for the kind of thank God for the kind of pastors we have here. They emphasize on the word of God. And that is what we have been built on. And that is what they are still building us on. What are the things that the builders must be? Don't forget that I mentioned earlier that someone builds you to either become a grower or a builder. But another thing is that you can be a grower, but you must transit into becoming what? A builder. You must build other people. And you need to look at what you must be as a builder. Number one, a builder must be saved. There is no way you want to work for God in his vineyard that you will still be living in sin. A builder must be rooted firmly in Christ. A builder must avoid corrupting the Christian relationship with Christ, that is, avoid sin. A builder must be an obedient follower of Christ. Must be an obedient follower of Christ. A builder must possess divine wisdom. A builder must possess divine wisdom. I said earlier that as a builder, you are replicating who you are. So you need wisdom. You can't do it on your own knowledge or understanding. You need divine wisdom to build a replicate of you. And what are the things that a builder must do? Number one, a builder must grow up in grace. A builder must grow up in grace. We'll see that in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. You must allow God to build them up. The people you are building, you must allow God to build them up. And this can be done by what? Personal study of the word of God. Corporate Bible study, prayer meeting, and fellowshipping with other believers in songs and hymns. Fellowshipping with other believers in songs and hymns. A builder must live a life of the world. Must live a life of the world. A builder must watch the materials he or she build with, knowing that all believers, all builders' work will grow through the fire test. We all know that temptation will come. So when you are when you are building
And that is the reason why you must, you must ensure that they have the knowledge. Because some people, I've seen so many people that walk to you that, ah, I'm a believer. Where am I being tempted with several kind of things? The reason why you and I, we are still here, is because that we know that even though temptation will come, we will, we will come out victoriously. So you need to watch the kind of materials, the kind of, the kind of materials you are using to build other builders. Lastly, what the builders must do. A builder must work in cooperation with the Holy Spirit and with other Christians. A builder must work in cooperation with the Holy Spirit and with other Christians. Don't work in isolation. Don't work in isolation. And that's the reason we have different type of people in church with different ministries God has given them. It's to help us to build a structure. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Finally, in conclusion, to live an abundant life, we must take up the task to become a builder, building a structure. Christ has laid the foundation for his church. He has passed on the responsibility of evangelizing his church for numerical growth. It is, it is the job of you and I to evangelize. God won't come down to evangelize. If we want to experience a numerical increase in this church, we need to take up this task. Nobody will do it for us. We need it to do it. We need to do it by ourselves. And as people are coming in, we need to build them also. And that's the focus of this teaching this morning. As we are preparing people for, for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we need to evangelize. We need to go out to preach the gospel. As they are coming, we need to build them. We need to pass this message across to them so that they also will replicate what they believed in, what they live by. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Our prayer is that our labor in God's vineyard will not be in vain in Jesus' name. And my prayer is that we will get reward for every of this work we are doing in the mighty name of Jesus. I know that we have seen ourselves. We have seen our weaknesses. I want us to be on our feet. I want us firstly to ask God for forgiveness of sin. Because it's a sin in the first place. It's a sin in the first place because God has passed us a responsibility to us. And we are not doing it. We are not doing it diligently or faithfully. So let's ask for forgiveness of sin. And, and let's ask him that the Lord will help us to take up this task, 
to prepare people for his coming. Let's open our mouth and pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we ask for forgiveness of sin. If there's any way we have sinned against you in, in, in preparing people for his coming, Father, we ask that you forgive us, O Lord. Father, we ask that you forgive us, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask that you help us, O Lord, to take up this tax, to be a builder. Father, help us, O Lord, to prepare people for his coming. You help us to evangelize daily. You help us to live by your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. You help us to walk with Holy Spirit.